This message is from Living Rock Church, and we trust you'll be really equipped, envisioned, and encouraged as you listen today. Good. Well, in a moment, we will be enjoying uh, the Lord's table, coming together around the Lord's table, and um, there's only really, I think, one really proper, appropriate, really fitting way to start the year, and that is in doing what we're doing and making our singular focus the Lord Jesus this morning. He is every week, but it's good to just be very, very intentional together, isn't it, and say, Lord, it is all about you. And um, I'd like to turn you to just two passages for us to read together. The first is in The first is, not just in, it is Psalm 103. And the second is in Colossians 1. And we're going to read these together. And it'll be nice and simple. We're going to read these passages. And be very blessed with the word of the Lord. Psalm 103. And I'm reading um, from the Holman Bible. My soul, praise the Lord. All that is within me, praise his holy name. My soul, praise the Lord. And do not forget all his benefits. He forgives all your sin. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from the pit. He crowns you with faithful love and compassion. He satisfies you with goodness. Your youth is renewed like the eagle. There's some some good amens in this. I'll try that last one again. Shirley, this is for the oldies. Where are you? Where's Shirley Dudfield gone? She's gone. She's gone. Okay. Tell her, tell her I said that, would you? <laughs> Shirley Dudfield, your youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord executes acts of righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He revealed his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious slow to anger, and full of faithful love. He will not always accuse us or be angry forever. He's not dealt with us as our sins deserve or repaid us according to our offenses. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his faithful love, that's Hesed, towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows what we're made of, remembering that we're dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He blooms like a flower of the field. And when the wind passes over it, it vanishes and its place is no longer known. 
But from eternity to eternity, the Lord's faithful love is towards those who fear him and his righteousness towards the grandchildren of those who keep his covenant, who remember to observe his instructions. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, all his angels of great strength who do his word obedient to his command. Praise the Lord, all his armies, his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works in all the places where he rules. My soul, praise the Lord. And now if you turn to Colossians 1. Verse 9. Colossians 1 verse 9. For this reason also, since the day we heard this, we haven't stopped praying for you. We're asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, and growing in the knowledge of God. May you be strengthened with all power, according to his glorious might, for all endurance and patience, with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has enabled you to share in the saints' inheritance in the light. He has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the Son He loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, because by Him everything was created, in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and by him all things hold together. He's also the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile everything to himself, by making peace through the blood of his cross, whether things on earth or things in heaven. And you were once alienated and hostile in mind because of your evil actions. But now he has reconciled you by his physical body through death to present you holy, faultless, and blameless before him. If indeed you remain grounded and steadfast in the faith, and are not shifted away from the hope of the gospel that you heard. The gospel, this gospel, has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, 
And I, Paul, have become a minister of it. I find as I read those fantastic passages that there's an emphasis on the totality of God's work in Christ. He is the sum total of everything. He's the totality of everything we are and everything we're here for this year. The Bible doesn't use that word, but it uses words like completeness and fullness and all in all. And and as it says here, that he might come to have the first place in everything. The totality of Jesus is what we're celebrating this morning. And there's a few things that we've read about there, and I think it's good that we... Uh, we're reminded these are things which, um, as it says in the psalm, we must not forget his benefits. Yeah. It must mean it's very possible to do that. For, this, for David in the psalm to instruct us, don't forget his benefits, must mean that it's quite possible for us who, who enjoy his benefits, who love him, who know his benefits, to somehow um, forget them a bit. So let me remind us this morning that we have received total forgiveness. We're recipients of grace. We, We have got what we don't deserve. We've received mercy. We've not got what we did deserve. It's not how we would do things But it's how the Lord has done things. He's totally forgiven us. We are loved. Our transgressions are removed as far as the east is from the west. We're redeemed. We're forgiven. We can't earn anything. You can't come to the table this morning and and have done anything to make him love you more or forgive you more. You and I... If we're in Christ this morning, we are totally forgiven. And you know what? Knowing that is absolutely transformational. To know I'm totally forgiven. You know, to know my guilt has been taken away. To know know everything's been blotted out. Removed. He's, He's not even just forgotten my sin. He's removed it. As far as the east is from the west. You and I, folks, we're totally forgiven this morning. Psalm 103 says we have, verses 3, He forgives all your sin. So don't come this morning to the Lord's table with, with things tucked away, guilt still felt, Come to Christ. Turn away. Repent. Confess. And know then He forgives all your sin. Hallelujah. And He heals all your diseases. He satisfies you with goodness. Your youth is renewed. There's total forgiveness. And we believe in Christ there's total healing you know forgiveness and healing always go together they go together throughout the gospels Jesus forgave sins and healed diseases and cast out demons that is the full gospel 
Somebody said to me the other week, but you, but you place a lot of emphasis on healing. We do. Rightly so. Because Jesus did. Because it's the kingdom. Because Jesus came to forgive sin and heal diseases. To forgive the whole man. To cleanse the whole man. To restore the whole man. Body, soul and spirit. God is interested in every aspect of our lives. And His promises, He heals all our diseases. I'm looking forward this year to pressing in, laying hold of, seeing in our reality, in our experience, more and more, all the things the Word tells us to be true. He forgives all your sin. And he heals all your disease. In fact, even this morning as we come to the table, his heart and his intention is not only to forgive sin, but to heal disease. Total forgiveness, total healing, total love and compassion. He redeems your life from the pit. He crowns you with hesed love and with compassion. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, full of hesed. He will not always accuse us or be angry forever. He's not dealt with us as our sins deserve or repaid us according to our offenses. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. Isn't it wonderful to know that our God is a God who is full of love and compassion. You know, He's not trying to find fault with you. He's not trying to trip us up. He's not trying to make life difficult for us. He's full of love and compassion towards us. Total compassion. And you know what? There's total satisfaction in Him. Look at Psalm 103, verse 5. He satisfies you with goodness. There is total satisfaction in God this morning. I believe this year, as the wells of salvation are open, many will return to Christ. Many will come to Christ. Many will return to Christ. Many will come back to Christ. Because He alone satisfies totally. I've been a Christian now for over 30 years and um, I find him more satisfying than ever. It doesn't, he, he doesn't go stale. It doesn't get less satisfying. In fact, it beca- he, he's more and more satisfying. If that's possible, it's not. He's absolutely satisfying. It feels, it, it feels that way. He's totally satisfying. And you know what? He has total dominion. Psalm 103 verse 19 says, The Lord has established His throne in heaven and His kingdom rules over all. Colossians says says we've been transferred out of a domain of darkness and into the kingdom of, of the Son He loves. And that He's head of the church. He rules over all. He's Lord of all. Everything that was created was created through Him, by Him, for Him, is held together by Him. He's Lord of all. He has total dominion. And I love the fact that the one who is head of the church 
is the one in whom is all the fullness of God. It's a breathtaking concept, idea, truth. All the fullness of God is in Christ who is the head of the church and that means, friends, this year the world around us ought to be able to find all of God in His church. The body of Him who is the head who is the fullness of God. This year, all the world will find total forgiveness, total healing, total compassion, total satisfaction, total rule in Christ and in His body. And then there's total restoration for us this morning. Just have a quick look there at... um, We read it already. He, Psalm 103, verse 5 and 6. Your youth is renewed like the eagle. We met some um, people we'd not seen for about 15 years on New Year's Day. And um, I I was sure I still looked really young. They probably couldn't tell any difference since they last saw me. And um, I do honestly believe that. but, But only because it's biblical. You should believe that, folks. You know, it, it, it's, it is a fact. Christians look younger than they should do. You think I'm, you think I'm joking, don't you? It, it, I'm, I'm 65 next year. You know, you never... <laughs> Your youth is renewed like the eagle, folks. We can come to this table today. It's like going to the best spa in the land. Our youth is renewed. I'm just reading what the word says. You can take it how you want. That's how I take it. But look at this. Verses 21 and 20. uh, Sorry, verses... um, uh, Where are we? Sorry, Colossians. Back into Colossians. Verse 13. He's rescued us from the domain of darkness. He's transferred us into the kingdom of the Son He loves in whom we have redemption, restoration. We've been bought back again, the forgiveness of sins. I'm trying to find a verse where it says he, he works justice. Here we go. He executes justice. Uh, in Psalm 103, verse 6. The Lord executes acts of righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. I, I believe in my heart there's a There's a restoration coming for some of us who've been unfairly treated. God alone is our defender. And he loves to execute justice and bring total restoration. I love the testimony we have from Jo before Christmas of her work and her application and how God brought everything around for her to restore her to something she believed was for her. All these things are total. Complete. Comprehensive. Thorough. God has done nothing in half measures. Nothing is lacking. In, um, in the NIV, there's a verse which says he's saved us completely. Totally. And our response to that, as Psalm 103 says, is 
First of all, total praise. Praise the Lord, my soul. All that's within me. Praise his name. Nothing half-hearted for us this year, folks. Nothing stiff upper lip. Nothing, nothing um, devoid of emotion. But praising him with all our soul. And secondly, if you just go back to Colossians and we'll finish here. Then come around the table together. I believe in response to the totality of Jesus. He wants our total praise. As we join with the angels, as we join with the armies, as we, as we join with all works in all places, praising Him. And secondly, our total commitment to Him. Verse 10 says, So that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. You know, this year, you can walk worthy of the Lord. This can be your, your biggest, brightest, boldest year ever. Said in the psalm that as for many, their days, they're like grass. They're here today, they're gone tomorrow. Their place remembers them no more. You know what, if that's true, Don't you want your time here to count for something? If it says the psalmist says that the wind blows and our place is remembered no more, don't you want to blossom and thrive and flourish while you can? Well, we can today. You can be this year the Christian you've always dreamed of being. Will it require resolve? Yes, it will. Will you always get it right? Almost certainly not. Will he forgive you, remove your sin, and pick you up and move you on as quickly as you'll let him? Yes, he will. Is Jesus interceding for you? Yes, he is. Is it all in your own effort? No, it's not. Because look at the next verse. That you'd walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, bearing fruit in every good work, and growing in the knowledge of God. And may you be strengthened with all his power, according to his glorious might. There is for you and I, folks, this year and this morning, total empowerment. And it's never more um, highlighted than when we're around the Lord's table. This year, let's allow... Him to live his life through us. He's the best Christian there is. And he can live his life, the Christ life, through you and I, if we will embrace this morning his mighty power, his glorious mighty power that strengthens us this morning. We often say this is a believer's meal. And um, I want to encourage you this morning not to just come as a believer, as a Christian, but come as a believing believer, believing total forgiveness, believing in total healing, believing in his total compassion and love towards you, believing in his total restoration of our lives, believing in his total strengthening of us this morning. Amen. What we're going to do is, um, if if uh, we could get the table into the middle. And um, Richard, Chris, and I would like to serve you at the table this morning.
Um, What we'll do, we, we will serve you the bread this morning. We'd like you to come to the table and we'll, um, we'll, we'd like to serve and distribute bread to you because as we do so, we want to be able to bless you this morning. Um, we'll probably then um, ask you to go back to your seats and, uh, and then we'll just pass the, the wine around because uh, I think that will be more expedient this morning. But we want to break the bread and bless you this morning and pray the Lord's blessing over you. For a great year, yeah. a year of favor. Believing and embracing the totality of what Jesus has done for us. There's no better way or place to start the year. So should we just pray together? Lord, thank you that though we were once enemies and hostile in our minds to you, now we find ourselves holy and faultless in your reckoning, Lord, because of the blood of Christ shed on the cross. I want to thank you for our church, Lord, this morning. Thank you for saving us, for forgiving us, healing us, cleansing us, restoring us, giving us peace with God. And as we gather around the table and as we as elders serve, uh, serve the people of God this morning, we pray your blessing upon every one of them. We pray, Lord, that the bread and wine will be more than, um, more than simple natural things this morning, will, but will be for us great power, great strengthening, great blessing, a reminder, Lord, of, of the great covenant that you've brought us into. Lord, I, we thank you that we not only see Christ at the table, but we see one another this morning. And we give thanks to you, Lord, for that. We, Lord, we break the bread this morning. And we thank you that your body was broken for us. Thank you, Jesus. Your blood was shed for us. We thank you for all that you've done, Lord. And Lord, we give you first place in everything this morning. Amen. Thanks for listening today. For more information about Living Rock Church and for more great teaching, visit www.livingrockchurch.org.uk.